everyone and welcome uncle marv is in the house joining you this monday night this is the uncle marv podcast where we have chats with friends family and almost famous people sometimes we'll have guests sometimes not sometimes i'll just sit up here and ramble and give you thoughts of my own so that is what we are going to be doing tonight. Hello and welcome to the program. So tonight I was supposed to have a guest with me, but Karen the Realtor had to bow out. And when I say Karen the Realtor, I probably should mention this is not Karen the Realtor that some of you know, Karen Horak, who is out of Brevard County. There is actually another Karen the Realtor. Actually, she is my realtor. Uh, When Kim and I went looking for houses, we found this Karen on the internet, the www, and she was very instrumental in finding this place for us. And she is now referred to on this show as Karen from Boca, because I don't want to get you all confused when I say Karen the realtor. So Karen Horak is from Brevard County. Karen Sneed is from Broward County. Otherwise, you can call her Karen from Boca. So she was going to be on the show tonight, but had some previous engagements that she cannot be here. She also, by the way, tried to steal my wife for the weekend and run off to the Bahamas. And I am very glad that the wife said no to that. Of course, she didn't say no for the reasons that I would have wanted her to. She only said no because her sister is going to be coming into town. And we already have plans for the weekend as my sister-in-law will be the first one to come on site and enjoy the new pool patio, the first outsider, I should say. We've had other family members that are local come and see it. Neighbors have walked over and reveled in the glory of it, as we say. But uh, our sister-in-law, Kim's sister, will be the first out-of-towner to come and hang out. And I do want to say thank you to all of you that sent us, you know, likes and all sorts of good wishes, trying to invite yourself to come and visit and have a pool party at our place. And I was all lovely and happy about all of that until Kelly Kimball Moisan decided to put a picture of her backyard up on the Facebook 
and just made our backyard look horrible. So I just want to say thank you for making me feel bad about my backyard, Kelly. I hope to one day come and uh, enjoy your backyard. I think I want to see if I can putt on the green inside that lovely, lovely backyard of solitude, I guess we shall call it. So that is it. So for tonight, I have a couple of things that I'm going to talk about. I was all set to talk about my weekend and my disdain for Jeremy Renner. We ended up watching a movie called Tag. And I have to say that it's probably, well, let me not even say probably, it is definitely a movie that I would not have paid to go and see at the theater. And it starred Jeremy Renner and some other people. And I didn't recognize them all. Well, I recognized one and I did not know his name. Kim recognized him as, I think he was somebody from The Good Girl. And if you have not seen this movie, it's probably one that is good to watch. You got nothing going on at the house. You're just hanging out and you're thinking, eh, let's do a movie. And you don't want it to be too serious. You don't want it to be, you know, a crime drama, a horror movie, but a nice light movie tag. And we did not realize this, although uh, it probably should have been obvious. This is actually based on a true story. And the movie is about a group of friends who have been playing tag since high school or junior high or whatever. So for 20 plus years, almost 30 years, once a year in the month of May, these gentlemen, because by now they're in their you know, 40s, 50s, played tag every year. And that was the basis of the movie. And it turned out to be a, a good movie at the end. I, again, like I said, I probably would not have picked it as one to go see, but it really wasn't that bad once you got past some of the goofiness of grown men playing tag and using it as a way to stay in touch and, you know, keep friendships going. Now, if we had done that, I'm sure people would have said how ridiculous that that was. But so Jeremy Renner's character in that movie was, um, shall we say, interesting. And his character, and I know I'm going to ruin it for you. So spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you about the movie because if you haven't seen it by now, again, go see it. Don't listen to me. But his character for the entire time that they had played the game, was what they call perfect. He had never been tagged. And that was the premise of this movie where this was going to be the final year. And the goal, the ultimate goal, was for the group, the other four members, I think it was four, so I think it was a total of five guys, and then the guy's wife, so six people. Their goal for this movie was to tag Jeremy Renner's character. And they literally schemed and plotted and tried to figure out ways to make that happen. And so if you like a little slapstick comedy, a little predictable situations, humor, um, good movie. 
good point at the end. Like I said, it, it did end up having a very good point about friendship at the very end. So that is something that I would put in the positive column for that movie. And, you know, something that I think we all should uh, strive for, especially for the folks in Satellite Beach, because this summer we will be having our reunion, July 16th through the 18th. So please head over to Tina Veltri's Facebook page, the classes of 1984, 85, and 86. will be able to participate and hang out. And it is at, I forgot where it's at. I got a room. I've got my room. I had to get a big room. Uh, the Melbourne Beach Hilton. I believe that's where it is. So I think the rooms are sold out. So you may have to find another hotel on the beach there or find somebody still living in the beach and shack up with them. No, you cannot shack up with us. But um, if you are a member of one of those classes and can get to Satellite Beach for that weekend, please do so. Would love to see you, hang out, chat, catch up, all those good things. The other thing that we ended up, oh, so here's the other reason I could not do my entire rant on Jeremy Renner is we also ended up watching hometown takeover. And if you do not know what hometown takeover is, there is a show on HGTV called hometown. And it is, it's a typical, you know, HGTV movie. And Ben and Aaron Napier out of Laurel, Mississippi. Oh, wait a minute. One of the new features of the Uncle Mark podcast here. So let me answer the phone here. Hello? Hello? Hang on. You're with her, aren't you? What? Hello? Hello? Yeah, where are you? Why aren't you home? Why aren't I home? Where have you been? I'm I'm doing the show. I'm waiting for you. I'm doing no, the show. You're with that other woman, aren't you? I, I know what you're doing. It's not funny. Hey, now. How could you do this to me? Listen. <laughs> listen, you fake lawyer. What? <laughs> what you, <doing? laughs> you showed me a call. Wow. That was way off script. Did that work? with you? Yeah, that worked. Uh, yeah. Thought now, that was funny. Now the wife's going to be all worried about that. what's going on. Yeah, right? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Did it work? <laughs> yes, it <Yeah>. worked. <laughs> craziest prank phone call ever yeah okay thank you very much for that so uh you're gonna you uh you're gone now i'm done unless you want me to do something else i can call back and pretend i'm the irs Uh, and you're being investigated do you like that better no i don't think we're gonna do that no okay so ladies and gentlemen barb crease on the phone there and uh (laughs) the lady who says if you want to be a lawyer don't don't (laughs) yes don't (laughs) But keep your crazy friends really close. Yes. <laughs> All right, Barb. Thank you very much for calling. I think oh, anytime. I get, Have I'm, a great show, I'm going to hang up before you get me in more trouble. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. So that was something that I wanted to try out this evening. So I have a setup here where one of the things that I can do is take phone calls. And I asked a couple of people to call in. I wanted to see if I could make it work. And, of course, 
I probably need to find a way to be much smoother about it. If I had a little producer studio or something set up, it would be a much nicer situation. But uh, that was Barb Kreese, one of my friends calling in. You saw her on a previous episode. And yes, it was uh, her that made the statement, if you're looking to be a lawyer, don't. But uh, she is great. She is out of Massachusetts, a junior achievement friend of mine. And that was fantastic. And she got me off topic and going to give me a trouble. And I'm looking to see if the wife is texting to ask who the hell was that woman. So on with the show. All right. So uh, hometown takeover. That's where I was getting to. So Aaron and Ben Napier out of Laurel, Mississippi, they do a show where they find wretched, dilapidated homes. They find people looking for homes and they restore them and fix them up for these people to live in. And I didn't like the show at first, but it's a good show. It's a very nice show. And they are doing a great thing where they are revitalizing. I hope that's the right word. They're revitalizing their own hometown and they are bringing back the beauty and the glory of their town. So they have become very popular. And if you haven't seen it, you should. What they are doing this year, they are now taking their talents to other places. This year, they chose Wetumpka, Alabama, and they have set out to restore 12 locations in that town in four months. And uh, we started watching those shows. And we actually watched all three of the first episodes this past Sunday in lieu of Naked and Afraid. We actually caught the first episode and then we watched the second and we got to the point of where Naked and Afraid was about to come on. And we said, nope, we'll take that and watch the third episode of Hometown Takeover. And they end up revitalizing a house or actually two houses. They revitalized a shop. I believe it's called Tap 18. A nice little salon there, clothing shop. They did a bar called Coach's Corner. They redid the mayor slash barber's barber shop and a house that apparently Watumka, Alabama is most famous for the house on the hill that was the location of the movie The Big Fish. And I had to look up what The Big Fish was. It apparently was a very popular film back when it came out. And there were some people that moved there and purchased the house. The house was one that Hollywood came in and took over. And when they took it over, they, of course, built a second story. And they just kind of built it on top of the existing house. It was done just for the movie and then kind of left. And then people have been there afterwards and didn't get to, you know, fix it up right. So Ben and Aaron came in, fixed up the house. They did not restore it to its original glory. They actually made it better, but they did everything on the outside, painted shingles. They redid the inside. They were able to bring back some of the original stuff. So if you are a fan of the movie, The Big Fish, and you always wanted to see the house that that was filmed at, Watomka, Alabama, Watumpka, Alabama is the location, and the house looks gorgeous. 
So that was a show that we started watching. And it was it was something where I just wanted to there were some stories that happened over the weekend that I was just a little frustrated with. There were some some stories in the newspaper about COVID evictions and you know things that you know people were unable to still work and that people are not coming back to low wage jobs. And, you know, we already are dealing with high prices and things of that nature. So seeing this positive story that uh, they were doing was uh, pretty good. And yes, the rookie, um, they are Texas. I didn't know they were from Texas. Are you talking about the Ben and Aaron Napier uh, rookie? Uh, If you can throw that in there and let me know. And I have to assume that's the show that you're talking about because I don't remember what I talked about unless we're talking about the the tag group. I don't think that's it. So, all right. I do want to say that, yes, I did uh, set up some people to call into the show. So I am kind of watching the phone to see when the next person is going to call in. I believe I've got two more people that are going to call in. So I'm going to watch for them and I want to try not to be stuck mid sentence on that. And yes, the Napiers, I did not know they were from Waco. I just assumed they grew up in Laurel because that's where the show is. And that's what they talk about is the place to be. So, all right. So a little history lesson, I'm going to have to go over with the wife and find out about the, the beginnings of Ben and Aaron. So Aaron is the the graphic designer. She's the one that brings the vision to all the houses that they do. And Ben is basically the woodworker, the builder, the tinkerer, and he builds all types of stuff. He he's a master craftsman when it comes to woodworking. So he always ends up building. You know, I think this last well, we saw a repeat. Uh, right after the the Wontumka, Alabama shows, we saw a repeat where his brother was somebody that they built a a house. They didn't build the house, but they restored a house for his brother who was uh, along with his wife expecting their first baby. So Ben built the crib from scratch. He always ends up building something and the stuff looks fantastic. Okay, yes, rookie, wrong people. I know who you're thinking about. You're thinking about those people that ditched HDTV and went to start their own channel, Magnolia Farms people, who they're, they were great people too, and I loved the show when they were on. Um, not quite sure how I feel about them now. I haven't watched any of the new stuff. I don't even know if it's out, but we are not streaming or we're not paying for uh, another streaming service. I already pay for way too much of the streaming services as it is. I pay for Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, the CBS thing that just got bought. I forget who that is now because I wanted to watch the Picard. So I pay for way too much of that stuff. Who's the CBS one now? Somebody help me, please. I can't find it on my apps. I think it starts with an A. No, Odyssey is a music service that used to be radio.com. Let's see, who else? I don't know. 
Well, maybe I don't have it on the phone because I don't watch stuff on my phone. So let me pull up the iPad here, see if I can find out who CBS streaming turned into. And da -da -da -da, this is great, riveting audio podcast material. And Paramount, Paramount Plus, there it is. So that is another streaming service that I pay for. And I should be finding a way to cut the cord by now, but we are paying for both the cord and the uncutting of the cord. So that is happening. So, yes, the rookie has found it. They are from Laurel. So Ben and Aaron Napier from Laurel, Mississippi. And let's see. I was trying to see if I could find them on the website first, but that's going to take too much time. And let's see. All right. So if anybody out there has any topics that they would like to bring to the show going forward, we have some great shows coming up. So next week, so the sister-in-law I told you was coming into town. So we are going to do a show next week. And I think that you guys might want to show some interest because the wife will be on the show. So Miss Kim B., will be here and we're going to figure out a way to get all three of us, myself, Kim and her sister on the show. And you guys can feel free to ask questions and hear stories and chat and meet the wives. I know some of you have not actually met her. So I'm going to get her on the show finally, and she will be here and you can see her in the flesh and hear how she sounds, and hear what I did to convince her to marry me. How joyful will that be? And then, let's see, that will be the 24th. And then on the 31st, Dr. Philip Rothschild, who was, he wasn't a student at the same time I was. I think he graduated the year before I got there. But he was on staff at Palm Beach Atlantic. He did attend Palm Beach Atlantic, graduated uh, with a business degree, was very well liked on the campus, stayed for a few years and helped run things like student government, the student activities. A lot of the clubs and organizations was really big in leadership programs, a program that was started at Palm Beach Atlantic called the Ambassador Program and uh, was a very good. Uh, married the lovely Jennifer Rothschild and has had a fantastic career. So he is going to be on the show on the 31st, Memorial Day. Yes, Memorial Day on the 31st. So those are going to be the next two weeks that uh, we have shows lined up. So you'll want to be sure to go over to the Uncle Marv pages on YouTube and the Facebook and be sure to follow me on those pages you just like the page and when those shows come live you'll be able to see when they come up and join us live so if you are <clears throat> if you are listening by audio uh, those are two shows that you'll want to get to a computer screen or tablet and you can watch us live okay and we are at 825 all right so we are waiting for the next caller and let's see, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, I do want to say, nope, here we go. 
There it is. Hello. 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 You're on the Uncle Mar podcast. There it is. Okay. Should probably turn your radio down. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to move out of the room. Ah. Hello. Hello, sir. Can you hear me? Hello. All right, Mr. Greg Rupel on the phone. Greg, how are you? Hey, pretty good. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> yeah, but you were on the show. Yeah, well, that was video. That is true. Yes, you were on by video. Yep. How's it going, sir? Not too bad. Just, uh, you know, doing laundry. <laughs> is that what they do in Tennessee on a Monday night? Arkansas on a Monday night. Arkansas. Oh. Why was did why do I get you one state over all the time? Well, because you know the family, the other family lives in Tennessee. That's the mom right. and the dad. That's right. That's right. How is mom? She's good. She's real good. She's kicking it. She. I uh, can't keep up with her. She hasn't made it back down to Florida yet. She did. They were down there. They were down there uh, earlier in April. Really. Did yeah, I, she snuck down there and didn't tell you she was coming. Did I upset her or something? Huh? Did I upset her or something? No, you didn't upset her. <laughs> no, you didn't upset her. <laughs> no. Actually, I was going to try to come, but, you know, work got in the way again. Oh. So, oh, my. Once again, I missed out. You know, I should have uh, thought to contact you earlier. Are you going to be able to make it down for the reunion? Well, Marvin, I, I don't know. I didn't technically graduate from yeah, satellite high school. <laughs> that that hasn't stopped other people from showing up before. Oh really? Yep. So two weeks is it July sixteenth through the eighteenth? Yep. Sixteenth through the eighteenth, yep. I don't know. I'll just put it on my calendar and uh and try to plan see if that'll work out. Um but uh, yeah it'd be nice to get back to the area to see the area and uh, see a few uh familiar faces. Oh, you know what? So you probably haven't been down in quite some time. You know that your house is gone. Yes, I did know that they they took down the houses on the base. Yep. Um, I have I have seen that. Um, is that? Yep. All of South Housing now. So where my house used to be, there's actually nice single story family homes there. Now the last time I went, which was before COVID, your side was still basically empty lots so i don't know if they've started yeah. building over there yet yeah i looked up on i was looking on the google maps and google earth and looking just playing around and i noticed i had noticed that they had taken those down and looked like they were doing some other development work down there it'd be nice to see i might have to uh maybe have to bring one of the kids with me and turn it into a little mini vacation there you go show them you know, this is where dad grew up. <laughs> this is where we used to live. <laughs> this lot right here. And, and, and have them laugh and, and make, make fun of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It'd be like, uh, dad, yeah. your only attraction was the beach? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny. You, know, you, you down there on the beach and uh, the first year you're there you go to the beach a lot the second year you don't go as much the third year you don't you go even less I, I spent more time probably over in the river or even over uh further over in st john than at the beach yep that's true 
well, we did, let's see, we did camping stuff over there. You could fish over there. Um, yeah. Parties, I believe, on the uh, Indian River side. That probably yeah. shouldn't be talked yeah. about. <laughs> uh, uh, you remember the McPherson? Yes. Yeah, I spent a lot of time, uh, you know, their house was on one of those canals and uh, had the boat dock back there. We spent a lot, an awful lot of time you know, jumping off a boat dock, swimming right there in the canals, um, doing all kinds of weird, crazy stuff that I don't know that I would do now <laughs> in the water back there. Yeah. Uh, well, the water, were, the water was cleaner back then. Maybe so. I mean, you know, we, we never worried about, you know, what might be swimming in there, the occasional manatee, uh, but that was probably about it. Yep. Oh, man. So I was trying to think. So I was supposed to be going to Johnson City, Tennessee. I've got a tech buddy up there that we were going to do a visit before I headed over to a conference, but that did not happen. How far is is that from you? Do you know? Johnson City? Yes. Uh, Well, Johnson City is there, I think, in the northeast part of Tennessee, north north of Knoxville. Yes. And so I live, uh, I live about probably 11, 12 hours from there. Oh. You have to go all the way across Tennessee to Memphis. Then you have to go into Arkansas on the bridge that's now broken and go all the way across the state of Arkansas over to the border with Oklahoma. Oh, you're way on that side. Yeah. Wait a minute. The bridge that's broken, is that the one that was on the news where the metal started splitting? Yeah, it's got a big crack in the, yeah. one of the metal beams. That's that main bridge on I-40 from wow. West Memphis into Memphis. That's a, that's a heavily traveled road. Yeah. Yeah, they're talking lots of uh, money lost in transportation until they get that thing up and going. There's... You can go down into Mississippi and come back up into yeah. Memphis. probably what most people are doing. I think it's I-55. Or something. Yeah, but I hear that that's, in the Mississippi there. You're talking about hours of detours, though, right? Yeah. And then there's really not a bridge north. You have to go way north. So it's a it's a significant significant impact to uh, travel and trade as they're going into Memphis. Yeah, that was another heartbreaking story that we're hearing that during a time of the pandemic, all the stuff we have to worry about and now to have that happening. Because uh, I'm sure adding the infrastructure that they're talking about, right? This is the infrastructure. Yes. Yeah, the same <laughs> the same infrastructure problems that we're having too, where one of our old landmarks, Searstown, is going to be knocked down and they're going to build five high rises there, but they're not adding any roads to allow for more traffic and we're talking we're talking you know i think i think the number was 2500 units between condos and luxury apartments and then they were going to add a fifth tower or no a sixth tower that was going to be another hotel with another 190 or 200 rooms and literally no no extra roads or anything so we're going to be you know, Fort Lauderdale's not that big and can't support. I don't think we can support, you know, a million people in about 
you know, five square miles. Really? Puerto Lauderdale is really not that big? No, no, no. I thought it was when I moved down. And when you talk about the number of people in the actual city of Fort Lauderdale, it's actually not that much. Now, part of it is because all of the – so Fort Lauderdale has been annexed off so much over the years. For instance, so there's you know there's Fort Lauderdale proper, but then you have Sunrise, Plantation, Wilton Manors, uh, Tamarack. All of those used to be Fort Lauderdale, but they all annexed off away from Fort Lauderdale. So I think half of the population is no longer Fort Lauderdale. And oh. the actual population, I believe, is like 400,000, but it, it should be much higher than that. Oh, it's about to be a few more. Yeah. Getting, uh, I think we're getting like 200 people a day <laughs> moving down here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, actually, I stand corrected. Wow. As of 2019... The heart of Fort Lauderdale was 182,000, but the yeah. met, but the metropolitan area. So between Miami and Fort Lauderdale, it's six million one hundred ninety-eight thousand. Wow, a bunch. Yeah, that is so, a bunch. So is the Orlando area larger? Um, bigger. They okay. They um. Orlando Metropolitan has a population of 2.5 million. And I don't think that includes Disney and Kissimmee. Shall be interesting. Everybody wants to go to Florida. Everybody's going. That's where I'm going to retire to when I'm ready to retire. (laughs) Yep. Well, you know, we were giving out vaccines to everybody before (laughs) the rest of the country. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like your governor. You like our governor? <laughs> very, uh, very outspoken, I guess. <laughs> Plain spoken. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, it's there's going to be an interesting battle this summer because he's saying that. Uh, let's see, what was the law he wrote down where you businesses cannot restrict people because of masks or they, you know, because um, a lot of places down here now are saying that, you know, you don't have to wear a mask if you're vaccinated, but there are some businesses that are saying, no, we're still going to require masks. And the governor is saying, well, you can't penalize people either way or something like that. So they're trying to figure out how to allow, you know, businesses to state whether or not you have to wear a mask or not. Um, That's, I haven't. I'm finding anymore that I still abide by if it's a it's a business Walmart Lowe's whatever if they still would like you to wear masks I I don't have a problem doing that but a lot of the smaller businesses I'll I'll ask them you know hey masks no masks especially because a lot of them don't have signs up anymore right here in Arkansas well I'm of the opinion you know vaccinated or not I will probably still wear a mask probably through the end of the year just because I don't know what other people are doing. Right. And I'd rather be safe than sorry and risk it. Yeah. So I will probably, I will probably wear a mask. So the latest story, okay, was two weeks ago I was looking. So yeah. So the Florida governor banned the vaccine passports that they wanted to do. But um, yes. He did what? Banned? 
Yeah, they wanted to do a thing where they were forcing people to have a, a vaccine passport to prove that you had a vaccination. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So he, he struck that down. But then he did, you know, take us, you know, all of the remaining COVID restrictions were removed. So we're no longer in a state of emergency. But most places are still requiring masks. Yeah, be good. Speaking of masks, I need to I need to wash my mask. Yeah, don't get sick because you didn't wash your mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. That was funny. All right, Mr. Rupel, I'm gonna let you go. I I do need to reach out to your mom. I need to now yell at her for not letting me know she was here. Yeah. Well, what here's the question. Was was she really like All right. Was she really here, like down by me, like she usually is, or was she someplace else in Florida? Uh, I, I think they were down there because I, I think they went out to Key West. Hmm. All right, I'll reach out to her. So give her, give her a hard time about coming to uh, Florida and not uh, reaching out to you. I will do that. I will do that. <laughs> All right, man. All right, thanks for calling in and to helping me test out this uh, format here, and uh, we'll chat soon. All right. All right. Catch you later. All right, later. All right. Thrilling audio with Greg Rupel, former Satellite Beach resident, now in Arkansas, even though I keep trying to put him in Tennessee. And uh, trust me, I don't, I, I mean, I think he'll like make a note of the reunion, but I don't think he'll make it. So just a note there. And I will reach out to his mother, Mary Martha, and find out why she didn't let me know she was here. She has done that previous occasions and literally has been, I think, within 25, 30 minutes of us and gone out and had dinner and said hello, had them over to our house two years ago. It was a fantastic evening. All right. I want to do one last phone call here. I'm actually going to make an outgoing call because I want to bring on somebody and we have a quick little announcement to make. So bear with me as I thumb through my contacts and get this going, and let's make this call. You probably don't want to listen to the ring. Hello? Coons! Hey! What's up? Not much. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. All right, Coons, you are live on the Uncle Marv podcast. Okay. Bringing you into the studio by phone. Feel like a radio station here. <laughs> Except that's pretty exciting. <laughs> that's very fancy, Marvin. <laughs> Caller on line three, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. So what's up? Not a whole lot. It's my Friday. So I got off work and took a shower, hung out on the patio. And then waited for your call. <laughs> oh, how's the weather up there right now? It's beautiful right now. It's like 70. The sun's still up. Nice. All right. Hey, I should tell you. So I've got a mm -hmm. conference. Let me find the date here. October. Oh, shoot. September. <laughs> <laughs> I would have missed you. <laughs> uh, September 
24th, 25th, and 26th. Okay. That I am going to be up there, but I'm not going to be in downtown Chicago like we usually are. Okay. Uh, this conference is going to be uh, Rosemont. Okay. Which is out by the airport, right? Uh, yes, it is. All right. How far are you from there? Um, yeah, 20 minutes. Okay. All right. That's not bad. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's definitely it's... closer than, say that again. Closer than what? The city. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. So. That's closer to you what? than the city is? It is. Wait a minute. I thought. Well, you... the thing is, when you're driving into the city, it could take 15 minutes or it could take two and a half hours, depending on the time of day. Okay. And the 15-minute window is shrinking down to, like, between 9.45 and 11.15 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On a good day. It's, it could still take forever, but on a good day. Okay. Yeah, we are staying at the Aloft Chicago O'Hare Hotel at Rosemont, okay. Illinois. I just Google mapped it. It's 28 minutes. Okay. So uh, like a half hour. So I know I don't know what the full schedule is. I know that one of the nights they're going to try to make us hang out at Dave and Buster's. Okay. But I think I want to bust out of that. Uh, one of the buddies. Okay. One of the buddies loves to go down, and we always have to do a pizza run, and mm -hmm. I forget that place. Where was that place we ate? Um, I think we went to Giordano's. Yeah, I think that's the place he always wants to go to. Yeah. And get a get a pie. Get a pie. Get a pizza pie. Pizza pie. Get a heart attack on a plate. <laughs> Those are big pizza. Yeah, it's more like, a, according to people from New York, Chicago pizza is more like a casserole. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true story. <laughs> true story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Coons, we uh, need to announce that next week, I believe the date is the 25th, right? The 25th, yeah. So some of you may have remembered that last year we had a special Ask Me Anything Zoom meeting. And what did we, did we call it the Blackish meeting or race? <laughs> That's what you and I called it. I don't remember what we called it out loud <laughs> in the moment. Uh, <laughs> So we promised the people that we we had back then that we were going to have more of these. Um, mm -hmm. I basically got to the point where I, I couldn't take it anymore. And we had so much stuff going on last year, not just with the mm -hmm. election and George Floyd and protests. Mm -hmm. And it was exhausting for me. So I said, now that the yeah. now that everything is over, we've calmed down a little bit. It's time to bring those up. So Amy and I will be hosting another one of those meetings uh, next Tuesday night, the 25th, 8 PM. This is, this is a private meeting, zoom meeting. So it will not be recorded. It will not be on the air, but it is an open discussion. So as many people that want to join us, uh, as soon as I get a zoom link together, I'll post that for people to join. And it is going to be something where you will need to sign up. You will need to 
you know, let us know that you're coming. It's not going to be, you know, we're not going to get Zoom bombed by anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just have people show up and start doing stuff. It'll be a meeting held yeah. in a nice and orderly fashion. Yeah, we like order and we like nice. Radio. Yeah. Feel free to speak your mind, but do it productively yes. and uh, in an orderly way. Yeah. So again, next Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, right? Is that your time zone? Mm-hmm. That's right. my time zone, yes. And yes, I'm looking forward to it. And I, I have to say, Marvin, you're not the only one that got just blasted by events since our last meeting. I, I don't think I could have done a meeting either. And that's why I didn't pester you about it because there's just too much. There's a lot going on, a lot to digest in every facet of the world. And um, But I'm, I'm glad that we're doing this again because I, I think it still needs attention. Yes, it does. And we will do that. So, Coons, thank you very much. I will see you via Zoom next Tuesday. And again, folks, we'll, good. we'll put the links out. And Amy, I'll get you the link that you can share it. And again, it will be something. Great. It's not going to be an open free-for-all in terms of anybody can join. You will need to sign up. And we're going to make it to where you can't just share the link with anybody. Everybody's going to have to have their own link to the zoom meeting so we're not going to have people piling on and again zoom bombing yeah. us as we do this all right anything else uh, that sounds great anything else uh, you want to say there coons any shout outs yeah no, i think you oh hello to everybody i don't <laughs> uh <laughs> anybody at the zoo you want to say hello to yeah i'd like to say hello to ben orangutan he was especially cute today and little heidi was adorable no i no (laughs) what happened today (laughs) he's just ben is a 43 year old male orangutan and he's just he cracks me up he's just funny and he's very communicative and he always wants attention and he's just adorable now you and I, I, know, that's you, all I know. Yeah, you and I have talked about the animals <laughs> and you know how attached mm-hmm. how attached not only do the animal caregivers get, but the animals themselves actually get attached to people as well, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And they have their favorite keepers. Um, you know, each each animal has its own personality, and each keeper has its own personality, and so you know, different bonding pairs happen. And uh, Ben and me, we're we're pretty tight. We have been for a very long time. So, all right. Now, actually, I'm good with all the orangutans. So. I was just going <laughs> to ask: are there are there animals that are cute with some people and then not with others? Like they'll, you know, if they see somebody. There's they'll... some that are, have have tricky personalities. We uh-huh. have an orangutan female named Sophia, and she uh, she knows what she wants and she knows how to get it, and oh. that makes some people angry. Really. <laughs> But uh, yeah, she just doesn't take any guff. So is she high maintenance or is she bitchy? A little. She's a little high maintenance. She's a little sneaky. She's a little um, in your face, just depending on the time of day and her mood. But uh, after 20 some years of trying to make nice with the mean girl, I've discovered that she just wants attention. She wants wow. to be part of the conversation. She doesn't want to be ignored. That's the way you really get on her bad side. And, um, yeah, and she's mellowed a little bit with age, but her reputation 
that definitely comes before her and people need to give her a minute and let her let her just be her. But All right. yeah, over the years, especially years ago, she was a handful. Right. There you go, folks. If you ever thought about working at the zoo, there's a little insight. Uh, to the animals that we have that uh, have their own personalities, just like us. They do. They sure do. All right, Coons. Well, thank you much. I'm going to let you go here, and I will end off the show. And um, again, thank you. And All right. Thank you, Mervin. And I'm looking forward to our chat. All right. Later. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right, folks. Amy Coons. Oh, and I just forgot the name of her zoo, but uh, she is been at the zoo there in Chicago for many years, taking care of the animals there and having just a fantastic uh, situation there. All right. Well, we have uh, talked a lot longer than I thought we would this evening. Pretty good for me just hanging out here, chatting to myself, but I want to thank you all for those of you that have stayed and watched live for those of you that, that are watching after the fact or listening to the podcast after the fact, I thank you. And let others know that you can come to UncleMarv.com and check out the back catalog of podcasts. Find your friends from either Satellite, Palm Beach Atlantic, The Years of Darkness in Carolina, Junior Achievement, anybody that I've had on the show before, any of the topics that we talked about. And if you want to make suggestions, there's a contact page there. You can send me an email. You can also send me a message on the Facebook if you want to you know, come on the show, hang out, they're going to be casual like this going forward. So it's not going to be, you know, it's not a really an interview fo- show, folks. It's just uh, me hanging and chatting and uh, doing all that stuff. So, again, that's going to do it. I want to say thank you uh, for listening to the show. We'll, we'll be back next week. Remember, next week I've got the wife. And then the week after that, Dr. Philip Rothschild. And uh, on behalf of everyone that came in tonight, thank you so much. And until then, holla.